Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. Welcome back, everybody, to a, another episode. Um, today, we're going to talk about emotion coding, body coding, and emotional release. And this has been a a mind blowing experience for for me. This is Chandra in the in the past few months. So I thought it would be great to bring in the actual practitioner. Let's talk about the you know what this means, what this is, um, because it's been a very powerful tool to have in the toolbox for me. So. I'm hoping that you guys love the topic and we will get right into it because you're listening to the OMG podcast. Welcome back, guys. All right. So we have today with us, um, our special guest is Linda Hood. And Linda, what is your title? Like At Triad Health Center, my title is Emotional Release Therapist. Therapist. Okay. And um, I was... You guys know, Brenda and I, Brent Reiki, Rhoda's Reiki, we, we all do energy work. And so when I heard about emotional release, I was, I was, it was titillating because it, it's, it talked about like stored trauma in the body and the cause of the trauma, like was the trauma from a physical thing? Was the trauma from an emotional thing and how to like pinpoint it and be able to release it? And it's all done through muscle testing. So, you know, of course, the woo in me was just like, I got to see this happen. I got to see this happen. Does this really work? So I made an appointment and the first session was, was mind blowing. And you guys know that I'm the ADHD queen. I talk about it all the time because I've just recently been diagnosed and it's like, I finally have an identity. It's like, I finally know why I am who I am. It's been very freeing. My life makes um, sense all of a sudden. All of a sudden, like after 50 years, I finally realized, you know, I'm not a defective human, <laughs> um, but the anxiety that comes with that is sometimes really, really overwhelming. And so I told her that that would be like the first thing I would want to work on was just like releasing the anxiety. And we spent about an hour and a half on that. And um, the very next day, the very next day, 75, 80% reduction in my anxiety. Wow. Like I would have to, I would have to sit in the bed and let the anxiety like build in my chest, like up to my throat until it was almost choking me before I could get up and brush my teeth. I mean, it was like, it was that debilitating. Yeah. And then it was like my fuel. It was like, I had to let it get to a certain point before I had the motivation to do anything. And, you know, that next morning I could still feel it. I could still feel it in the pit of my stomach, but it didn't have to grow for mm -hmm. me to be able to like, you know, lift myself up and do something. So I thought it was a miracle. It was remarkable. So I've done several more sessions and had a not that intensive an experience, but a lot of other releases that have been very beneficial for me. So I was, I wanted all my friends uh, to hear, <laughs> to hear exactly like what it is and, yeah. and how it works. So Linda, if you just give us like a overview of, of, the, the body code process, the emotion code process, and, and your muscle testing and how you go about okay. the process. Certainly. As you all know, everything is energy. 
And oftentimes, energy changes form from one form to another form. When we are in situations, when we have our own thoughts, when someone speaks to us, anything we take in through our five senses is all recorded from the moment we are conceived and it's held in our subconscious level. Our brain, of course, has the capacity of working 100%, but in a typical day's time, only 1% of our brain's function is on a conscious level. Everything else is subconscious. And when we're in an experience or have someone speak to us or whatever, and we have an emotional response to what's happening, the energy of that emotion is given to us to motivate us to do something in response. But oftentimes we find ourselves in that moment when we're experiencing emotion, making the choice not to deal with it. And so instead, that energy gets stuffed inside of us and it continues to live inside of us. So we ourselves can choose to trap an emotion. We don't consciously think, I don't want to let that emotion go. I want it to live inside of me. But <laughs> that's what we do anyway. Mm -hmm. But all of us are born with inherited emotions that have been passed down from generation to generation. Even before we are conceived, our parents have their own individual energies and their inherited emotions and those things. And the energy, once we are conceived, can be passed on to us from one of our parents. We can also, oh, let's see, share an emotion with someone else. We can be in an experience and in that moment responding to whatever's going on, we can both have exactly the same emotional response. And the energy of that is so profound that that energy gets trapped inside of us and lives in us. We can absorb an emotion from someone else, the vibrational energy of that, and maybe we work with them five days a week and a close proximity and we can feel their energy and we may not enjoy it whatsoever. And yet that energy, our energy begins vibrating at the same level as theirs in a response and it's trapped inside of us now. And so from that moment forward, we go through life with this energy living, vibrating inside of us and it's chaotic. And it creates stress on every level of our being, not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, financially, relationally, and spiritually as well. So, and, and eventually it does get to the point where you get physical symptoms because of these trapped most definitely. energies. Yes, yeah. yes. So with muscle testing, I use a lot of charts and I actually now have an app that I can put on my phone or my computer and, and just punch and move from one chart to another. It used to just be in a notebook and I'd have to flip pages, you know? <laughs> um, but that got very cumbersome. Yeah. But anyway, so I start asking questions. Let's say someone comes to me and they're experiencing depression and my first question for, for muscle testing is, is there an underlying root cause for this depression to be manifesting in your life? And let me stop for a moment. Where do these answerings come from? 
I'm glad you asked because I want to tell you. <laughs> They're coming from your subconscious because mm -hmm. remember, all this information is held in our subconscious level. So I'm bypassing your conscious thinking brain. I'm going down to your subconscious level and I'm asking, is there an underlying root cause that you are manifesting depression? And muscle testing says, yes, there's an underlying root cause. So that's when I go to the chart and I'll ask. And just for a moment, if there, if there are listeners who don't know what muscle testing is, yeah. it's almost like a pendulum. That's the same kind of thing. It's where you allow your energy to answer, answer the question mm -hmm. rather than your brain answering the question. Hmm. So like, you know, she does it with her arm. She holds her arm up and she pushes down. And if the arm goes down, then it's a certain answer. Oh, sure. Okay. Right. And, and she's getting the energy. She's allowing your subconscious energy to affect her so mm -hmm. that your subconscious can tell her. Right. And right or wrong. Yes or no. Yeah. Here or there. Okay. And physiologically, how that works is we have an electrical system that runs through our body 24-7, and it goes through the muscle in my bicep arm. So I bring my upper arm in and lock it into place, and then I ask my bicep muscle to contract and bring my lower arm up and to a 90-degree angle. Turn my palm down, and then I take two fingers from the opposite hand and place them just above my wrist joint. And I can use all the energy that I can fester up out of my left arm and into my hand and push on my arm here. But as long as what I'm saying is truthful, what I'm thinking is truthful, what I'm being exposed to is positive and, and beneficial for me, the electrical flow through this bicep muscle continues the way it's supposed to, and the muscle remains strong and can fight off the pressing that I'm doing here. But as soon as I say something false, I think something false, I'm introduced to something that's not beneficial or compatible with me, I ask a question, the answer is no. That changes the energy flow going through my bicep muscle and it weakens. So as I'm pressing on it, my arm will change position. So every question I ask or statement I make is either in a yes or no form, or if I'm making a statement, if it's false, that would be like a no answer. So if I say my name is Linda Hood, which is the truth, and I'm pushing, my arm never changes position. But if I should say to you, my name is Lucy Liu, all of a sudden, my arm changes position because I just lied, and that truth changes the electrical flow through my bicep muscle, and that's how muscle testing works. So, And all those answers are coming from the subconscious. When I'm testing for Chandra, I am connected strongly enough energetically with her that the answers are literally coming from her subconscious, not mine, and I am just a surrogate for her. That is okay. intriguing. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And the day, of, the day of my first appointment, it was like, because you don't know who you're going to be. You don't know the, who the person is. You don't know how woo they're going to be, how woo they're <laughs> going to be. But I got the impression or the message that we needed to share energy, hmm. that I needed to share energy with her before the session. And I'm like, is she going to know what? Um, I hope she's woo enough that, you know, she gets that. <laughs> and actually, she asked me, she's like, can we pray? 
Mm. and hold hands and i was like i knew we were gonna have to do that you know (laughs) but but i mean it's like it's that kind of connection that that allows the thing to work yeah yeah wow so how do you how do you even know like what questions to ask like somebody comes in and says i want to work on say depression Uh and so then do you start muscle testing to find out where that's coming from like is this from childhood and then you or is this from in vitro or is this from other ancestors or yes is that how you work through it yes my charts i have one basic chart that i start with for the body code that has six categories on it and those are big broad categories Um, one of them is energy you might have an imbalance or misalignment of your energy and that can create all kinds of issues and so an underlying root cause of whatever issue we're addressing might fall into that category. Another one on my big chart is circuit or system misalignment or imbalance. So we might have a circuit like a meridian or a uh, chakra, all sorts of meridian. You know, the energy flows through the body may have an imbalance or misalignment. So that's a second category. What else? We might have a nutrition or a lifestyle imbalance mm. or misalignment that's not serving us well. We might have a toxic level of energy, of heavy metals, of chemicals of any sort, of wrong thoughts and beliefs. Anything that's at a toxic level will create an imbalance inside of us and it's very stressful. Pathogen overgrowth, we might have mold or a virus, bacteria, uh, any of those sorts of things growing inside of us, which create chaos in us. Misalignment is its own category. Yeah, so it's those categories that help you kind of like start to narrow down and filter down to get to, yes, here's the thing that you need to release to help to start healing whatever was the initial wreck. Yes. And you ask, how do I know what questions to ask? Many times I don't. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of say out loud, okay, we're looking for an answer for why the migraine headaches have been manifesting for 12 years and everything they've mm-hmm. tried hasn't worked for them. And I'm not sure what to ask. And I just kind of pause and trust and something will pop in my mind. And oftentimes it is way out there and crazy. And I'm like, what the heck could that have to do with this? And yet I go ahead and ask, is this contributing to the manifestation of migraine headaches? And if the answer is yes, I'm like, holy cow. Okay, here we go. You know? That's so cool. So it's just so amazing how energy works. And well, and, and that's what I love about it is like when you can get down to it. It's like, okay, it's science and it's energy. Yes. Like the physical and the woo are not two different things. Right. (laughs) They, you know. I was going to say, since you started talking, Linda, I feel like I'm in the coolest science class I've ever been in. Like, I'm just like (laughs) hanging on your every word because it's just so interesting to me. And I might be jumping ahead a bit, but when you were talking earlier about, you know, the muscle testing process and, you know, looking at where something might be stored in the body and how to, you know, saying at the end of an appointment or session, you know, this is what you need to release. 
how do you go about that process of helping your client release that? Or do you give them tools to kind of do exercises on their own at home? Or how, what does that process sort of look like? I'm not sure I completely heard correctly everything you said. So the exact question you'd like me to answer is (laughs) how, once you get down to that, it's an imbalance and the imbalance is here and it's caused by this. And you, you know, you drill down to the answer. How do you help that client release that? Okay. Great question. Because ultimately that's what we want to accomplish here. I look at the person (laughs) and I say to them, you have an imbalance in your liver and it has been there for five years and it's creating enough chaos that it is a contributor to your body manifesting migraine headaches. And she's gotten all of these answers by like this chart leads to this chart and then the answer from there leads to this chart and the answer from there leads to this chart and then this chart tells you where it's located. Getting more and more specific. Mm -hmm, Correct. So then I say to Chandra, would you like to keep that negative energy or would you like to get rid of it? And I say, take it away, please. (laughs) So then we pray together and we ask God to take it from her, remove that negative energy. Once that energy is gone from you, there's a void because it's been living there for five years. It has been vibrating and everything around it has had to adapt to that energy being there. And all of a sudden it's gone. And that void is very vulnerable now. And we do not want something even worse than migraine headache mm-hmm. moving into that mm-hmm. space. So we then ask God to replace that energy with positive energy that is healing, harmonious and beneficial and and whatever he wants to give you because he knows, you know. And once we're finished with, well, I will say this, while I'm doing the praying, because studies have shown that our own physical energy frequency will increase as we pray, as we have this intent of bringing about healing, moving to a higher level, up to 15 megahertz will my energy increase during that process. And so what I do when I'm praying, I put my hand over Chandra's head, over her governing meridian, which begins here at your third eye, goes up over your forehead, over the top of your head, down the back of your head, down the back of your neck, into your central nervous system, and runs all the way down to the base of your spine. Because this energy is building up in me while I'm praying, it's building up in her while she's agreeing with me while we're praying, I want to direct it out of my hand into her and help that rebalancing from the old negative chaotic stuff that's low energy to this higher frequency, which is awesome and fabulous and wonderful and healing. (laughs) And I want my energy directing into her to help bring that balance around more quickly. And so as I'm praying, I run over her governing meridian. And if I'm doing this from a distance, which I do a lot of work virtually as well, or on an animal or a child, I will do it to myself and trust and believe that the energy is being sent to them. And that shifting of energy from negative to positive is what makes the change okay Mm. and she oftentimes can feel the shifting and the changing in her energy during that process there were there were sometimes that 
as she was doing it, I would get nauseous. Mm-hmm. There was one time where my throat chakra just felt like it blew open. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes I don't have any sensation, but there were some, I could, I can look at her and go, that was a big one because <laughs> <laughs> I, I would actually like feel physical sensations. But mm-hmm. for our listeners, I just do want to kind of make a caveat. I know, you know, we've talked about religion on, on several podcasts and I, I know our listeners know, you know, where, where we all stand and Linda is religious. She prays to God. Mm-hmm. Well, because I wanted to get on the same page with her, we had a conversation during mm-hmm. my first appointment and I said, I believe in God, but I explained, this is why I use these words. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't believe that God is a man on a throne. I don't use the word he when I talk about it, but I'm talking about the same governing, creative, mm-hmm. creation, creator energy mm-hmm. that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I right. may choose to call praying meditation, right. but we're doing the same thing. Right. Right. And she was very agreeable because she's woo enough to get it. Um, <laughs> but we did have that kind of energetic conversation to begin right. with so that we knew that we energetically we're on the same, same page. page. Yeah. Well, there's yes. so many similarities between, I think we use different words, but it's the exact same thing. Right. And talking about filling the void. Like when you remove something, mm-hmm. you need to put something back in its place so that it doesn't get filled back up with something equally negative or Correct. equally. And that's a know, huge principle in Reiki. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's all, it's all the same. same it's just thing. different ways to express it. Yeah. Yeah. And a different way to get to the goal that you want to get to. Right. Well, and that was like from our last episode on um, radical acceptance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like if we can all get to the point where we can say that, okay, you're saying tomato, I'm saying tomato. We're saying the same thing. Exactly. It's fine. Right. Yeah. You know, that's where we get into that kind of acceptance. Yeah. So right. on that note, we're going to ha- go ahead and take a quick break for our advertisers and we will be right back. All right. And now we are back from our break with our wonderful discussion with Linda. And while we were on a little break, I was asking her about like, are there certain things that have really worked really well with this, like certain issues, anxiety, depression. So could you shed some light on that? Like what the people that you've worked with, what's been really beneficial with this particular technique? Sure. Um, One of the first ones that comes to my mind is a young boy that I worked with, 11 years old. His mother brought him in because he was experiencing lots of anxiety, having difficulty at school, feeling like everybody bullied him and no one liked him. Also had been uh, diagnosed with some ADHD symptoms and just was very non-social to protect himself, obviously, but wanted to be more like everybody else, you know, and mom, of course, was concerned. And so we were doing muscle testing. We were getting some really wonderful answers. But one of the ways that he was coping with life was to be in constant movement. Mm -hmm. He could not sit still. And in my office at my computer, I had a chair that you can move the little thing underneath the seat for it to go up Mm -hmm. and down. And it also, of course, swiveled side to side. Well, the entire hour (laughs) that I was with him every session, he was up and down, up and down, Uh swivel, swivel, up and down, up and down, swivel, swivel. 
And his mother and I were just going nuts over right. this. But we never made a comment about it because we didn't want to make things worse for him, you know. Sure. <laughs> and we had met at least four different sessions and had gotten a lot of things resolved. And then one session, he's going up and down. I'm asking my questions. And there was a misalignment in one of his testicles. And when I asked how long it had been there, it turned out to have been there since he was two months old. Hmm. And he's now 11. So then I muscle tested and asked it, can we release this imbalance in that testicle now? And the answer was yes. And I looked at him and I start getting all shaky and sweaty <laughs> palms, you know, and his mom is getting kind of teary eyed and, and he said, yes, let's get rid of this. So we prayed, ran over the governing meridian. I tested, it was gone. Had he received the rebalancing of it? The answer was yes. He reached down. He took that maneuver thing under the chair, dropped himself down to the lowest level, sat back in that chair and kind of cozied up in the chair. And he sat there perfectly still the entire rest of that session. Mom and I are just <laughs> boo-hooing all oh. over the place, you know. And since that time, every time he comes to my office, he sits in that chair very calmly. Wow. Profound. That is. Very. And yes. so that's just the thing. I mean, we, we talk a lot about like you heal in layers. It's like peeling the layers mm -hmm. off the onion. Right. And this is definitely that way because you start working on things and you can go through 10 or 20 things that are contributing to this. And releasing each one of them, and you don't, you don't feel a difference. You don't feel a difference. You don't feel a difference. Yeah. And then you get to this one, and it's like, yeah. pow! You know, you you get this big. You feel you actually feel the release, and then it's like, oh, okay. In Chandra's words, that was a big one. That was a big one. <laughs> but um, there was one where the two things that we've worked on together have been anxiety, obviously, and the muscle tension in my shoulder. Mm -hmm. You know, Aaron, you. You're, you're familiar. Yes. Oh, yes. I make Aaron rub my shoulder a lot. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But um, it's, you know, it's just always there. It's always really tense. It causes a lot of pain up in my head and ear and, and everything. And so I was like, can we work on that? She's like, absolutely, we can. <laughs> and so we're, we're sitting there and I did, I don't even notice that I do it, but she muscle tested, found an imbalance or a circuit or, you know, something. We released that and I felt my shoulder go, it just wow. fell inches. And I didn't even realize I was, you know, mm -hmm. holding it up. But but in the chair, just sitting there, it literally fell inches, like just released and relaxed. And I and it was, I was like, wow, that's crazy. That's really cool. Yeah, Whenever you get that that hole, you feel it and see it mm -hmm. happening right in front of your in front of your face and to your body. And it's the thing funny. is, you know, we're woo. It's like I do Reiki. I know this stuff works, but when you know, it's different when it works for you. Right? Yeah. Right. That's funny because my left shoulder is the one that I hold a lot too. And I've been having issues with it the last couple of days. And I was sitting here a little while ago and I was like, man, it really hurts. And I felt, and I'm like, I've got my left shoulder up. Why am I even doing that? I'm here with my friends. I'm relaxed. Right. Right. But for some reason I'm still doing that protection or I don't even know what it is anymore. Mm -hmm. So maybe I need to come see you too, Linda. I, I would love that. Come mm -hmm. on. Yes. <laughs> so do you have some more stories for us? 
I sure do. Because I love uh, hearing stories. We could be stories. here all day. <laughs> um, but I do want to say, as Chandra mentioned, this is like peeling the layers mm-hmm. off of an right. onion. And oftentimes, someone can come to me for a long time, many visits, and not really have anything profound happen. And yet, over time, something happens in your life today, and all of a sudden, you go, wait a minute. If that had happened to me four months ago, I would have been a raving lunatic in response <laughs> to that. You know? right. And right now I'm going, oh, that happened. God bless you, sweetie. I'm sorry that, that you behaved that way, but I love you anyway. You know? mm-hmm. and, and you recognize, oh, my goodness, that's because of all the stuff I've been letting go of and the new perspective I have on life and how my heart is so light now. And I'm not carrying all that junk. you know. And it's just different for everyone and it may be even different for you from one thing we're working Mm -hmm. on to another thing that we're working on with you yesterday i did a virtual session and i've been meeting with this lady every month for two years and we've released a lot of things and resolved a lot of issues but there was one issue and that had to do with her blood pressure being irregular on a regular basis enough to the point where her doctor has been harassing her that you have got to get on medication if you don't it's going to lead to this and this and this and she just does not want to take the meds Mm -hmm. you know and so has been fighting with him over that and she said can we work on it one more time and i said sure we can do it one more time so we released about three things and then it came up that she had an imbalance in a tooth what and so my charts <laughs> led me to it's in the lower jaw it's on the left side of the lower jaw and then it led me to the exact tooth and what number it was and what the name was and i don't know all those names and so i muscle tested and said uh, can we release that imbalance in that tooth right now the answer was yes I asked her if she'd like to let it go. She said, yes, we did our praying and everything. Uh, Is it gone? It is. Did she receive what was given her to replace it? Yes. And I looked at her on my computer screen and all of a sudden she melted in her chair. Her eyes got so droopy that I could barely see they were open any longer. Her whole face just kind of drooped as well. And she said, I'm done. That has impacted me more than all the other things we've done this whole day. She said, I'm done. Because your body, yeah. after all yeah. those... The body keeps score. The body knows. Yes, the body knows. it knows. And um, so we chit-chatted a little bit longer before we got off. But then she texted me a couple hours later and she said, that was the thing. She said, I went and checked my blood check pressure and it's lower than it's been in years wow <laughs> it's like you know so you just never know what it's going to take and that's one of the things that has come out of this for me is you know we talk about all things are connected mm-hmm. like you know th- we're connected to the trees we're connected to the earth we're all everything everything in creation is one thing mm-hmm. well if anything has proved to me that that is true it's like how in the heck does a tooth affect right. your blood pressure mm-hmm. How is that possible? But it does. I mean, I've 
I think whatever led to this, to the shoulder thing was something I would have never, would have never thought of to contribute to that. But, but she released it. The shoulder dropped. It really does did prove to me that like, yes, even within our own bodies, everything is connected. One thing here that you would never think is contributing to something else over there can still be connected. Right. Yeah. When I was getting my certification in the emotion code, body code, they kept saying over and over and over, anything can create anything. And so when these crazy, outrageous things show up as an underlying root cause, and you're thinking, how in the world? Just go with it because yeah. anything can create anything. And the, the way I kind of rationalize it is, you know, you think about you bring something new home and you're going to put it on a shelf. You just pick the empty spot. You don't mm-hmm. necessarily think about mm-hmm. at the moment, where is the right spot to put this? Mm-hmm. You just need to put it away. So you put it in the empty spot. And I feel like the body kind of may, maybe does the same thing. It like gets this trauma and it's like, I don't want to deal with this now and just puts it wherever there's an empty spot that it can put it. Yeah. And then, then it just stays there till it stagnates and yeah. causes an issue. Yeah. However, we do have weak areas in our body that are more vulnerable. And for instance, I had a rotator cuff injury for 15 years that bothered me. And I'm a personal trainer and teach group exercise classes. And that really was very annoying in my life. (laughs) And I had tried everything, you know, to uh, remedy that and did a lot of muscle testing, released a lot of things. But I found out if I asked where specifically is this trapped emotion being held in my body? It was in my right shoulder. Hmm. And I had over 17, 18 different emotions trapped in my right shoulder. And one of the things that thermography does is it shows you a picture of where those negative energies are held in your body. And they can be about the size of a softball or as big as a cantaloupe. That's a lot of negative energy in one location, especially like your shoulder, which isn't a very big joint. And to have that chaos there for 15, 17 years, no wonder I couldn't lift my arm above my shoulder. You know, Um, it makes sense when you begin putting all these little pieces together and the puzzle makes this beautiful picture for you. And that's the way it works. So. That's amazing. amazing. It is is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. One of the um, most, well, there were were two instances that I remember that totally blew my mind. We're going through, um, we were, I think we were still working on the anxiety and she starts another finding one more thing we can release. And it comes out to be a toxin and it was a sound and it was a traffic sound. And it was, and so I'm thinking, this is, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm psychic. This is going to be, this is going to be the car wreck I had seven years ago. You know? mm. I, I already know. The and conscious so, brain. The conscious mm-hmm. brain. Like, I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm so smart. Um, <laughs> I'm five steps ahead of you there, Linda. Um, and so she does the muscle testing and it comes out to be two years ago. And I'm like, two years ago, that was 2021. We were still in lockdown. I wasn't driving anywhere. And then I'm like, Holy shit. (laughs) Even though I hated that commute, like, because I always said the time in the car was like my decompressed time. Mm -hmm. And it was the only time I had to to be by myself. And as an empath, Mm -hmm. an introvert, 
and an ADHD introvert, <laughs> like yeah. being alone is my happy time. Yep. And that was the only time in the day that I had you know, just completely alone. And I was missing that, you know, the, the road sound evidently was like what I attributed to my alone time. Yeah. And had, had no, I mean, I was sitting at home, like living my best life during lockdown. I was like, this is all I've ever prayed for to be able to work from home and nobody bother me. And, but evidently there was something that, that I was missing from that, that actually got stored in my body. And I, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So there were some of those that were just totally mind blowing. Yeah. Another thing that has come to my mind, I'd like to share with you. I was working with a lady who was really at a place in her life where she didn't know who she wanted to be when she grew up and uh, what kind of career she wanted to have and, and her, what is my passion? You know, all those things. And she felt like all the things she had done in the past had, in many ways contributed positively to her life and but she felt like also that some of them had been very difficult and hurtful and that she was self-sabotaging mm -hmm. what she was trying to accomplish now and the confusion she was in and just needed some clarity you know and to have more peace and contentment in that category of her life and she was brand new with me our very first session, my very first muscle testing question revealed that she had a heart wall. Now, a heart wall is very common. Uh, about 98% of the clients I work with have a heart wall or more than one. A heart wall is an energetic wall that your heart will construct around itself for protection. And anything can lead to its building a heart wall. But normally, many, many things have collected and contributed to the building of that heart wall. And as soon as I said, and she'd never heard heart wall before, she really was not familiar with what I do in any way, shape, or form. But as soon as I said the word heart wall, I saw her on my computer screen pick up her hand and place it on her chest like this. And she said, whoa, I don't know what that was. But as soon as you said the word heart wall, inside of me just went all ooey gooey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I explained to her what a heart wall was. And the whole time she's shaking her head. That makes so much sense. I completely believe I have a heart wall. I asked, was it specific to her purpose in life and her passions? And job, and the answer was yes. This heart wall was centered around that focus. And so I said, Would you like to start chipping away at that heart wall and breaking it open? Because when you have this wall around your heart, anything now that comes to you has to be filtered through that wall before it can make it to you. So what you receive is going to be at a lower, lesser, mm -hmm. impactful level. But also, what you want to share with the world and give to others and express has to go through that wall. And so it's going to be so much lower and less impactful for others than what you really do have available to give. And the whole time she's just, she even starts, you know, shaking as I'm explaining these things because it resonated so deeply with her. And 
Of course, by the end of our first session, we had not resolved everything and completely emptied out our heart wall. But she, at the end, was like, this is the most awesome thing I have ever done. I can see exactly that why I was led to you to do this, because this is exactly what I've been wanting to have happen in my life. And now I see it's possible to get these answers. And I hear those things all the time. <laughs> I just mm -hmm. love it. It's, it's beautiful. Um, that is amazing. Wow. And I think, you know, so many, like you said, 98% of your people, <laughs> like we build those, those walls around us. And I did a session, QHH. QHHT? Yeah. The hypnotherapy. Yeah. Past life regression. And that was one of the things that came up during that session too, was that I had built this wall around my heart and, you know, they go through asking you questions, are you ready to re release it? And I wasn't ready. Mm -hmm. So I softened it but I wasn't ready to let go of it all the way because it had been serving a purpose, I suppose. Mm -hmm. So I can see how this would be beneficial in that kind of circumstance too. And it's not, it doesn't have to be done at one time. Like it can be done over a series of times Certainly. in order to, so the person can be comfortable too. Right. Because there, I mean, those things have served a purpose, even if right. we don't want them anymore. Definitely. They have protected us or. Correct. Yeah. So that's really and interesting. Another thing I'd like to share is that we may have the exact same trapped emotion with the same name, like anger. And it may show up over seven sessions. It might, anger might be trapped in you 20 times. But every single time you trap anger, it's because of a different situation you're in different response that you had, whatever. And each anger has its own energy level to it. And that particular anger trapped has to be released by itself. Mm. You can't gather up, I, God, I don't want to be an angry person any longer. Please take all this anger and transform me from the inside out so I'm no longer angry. It doesn't work that way. Mm, you right. have to find each anger and release the energy of each individual anger. So you'll find yourself like when we're emptying a heart wall, especially that you've got the same emotion that shows mm -hmm. up many times because we all have some default emotions that we feel on a regular basis. I get disappointed at people a lot, myself included. That's one of my default emotions. So when I was emptying my heart out, heart wall out, disappointment came up a gazillion times, you know. <laughs> and so that's just common. But we do have a false belief, I think, that if I just say, I don't want to be an angry person anymore, I'm going to transform and, and release all of this anger. But we don't recognize all the times we've experienced anger and trapped it inside of us. We cannot release it all at once. Each individual piece has to go. Yeah, it's, de it's definitely not a mental exercise because there were so many things that I hadn't thought about in years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought I had resolved mm -hmm. or that are things that came up that I had no clue. Like a lot of the things that came up, I could think of something in my life that happened at that time that could have contributed to it. But there were some that were just like so out of left field. I was like, yeah, let it go because I have no idea where that came from. Like right. I have no clue what that. So 
even though you can say, I don't want to be an angry person anymore. I release everything. You can't identify everything, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Mm -hmm. Because there's going to be some of those that you won't even know that you, that you stored. But it's funny what you just said about um, you weren't ready to release all the heart wall because I had such a profound reduction in my anxiety. But at the very next session that we went in, she's like, do you want to continue to work on your anxiety? And I'm like, no, I don't. Because I was afraid if I didn't have any, mm. I'd have no motivation to do anything. Like, Because that's my fuel. That's what I run off of. Mm-hmm. And so it's so much better. And I can so deal with it now that I'm not ready to let it all go because I don't know mm-hmm. what kind of person I'm going to be without it. Sure. Uh, interesting. And as I said to you, once we find out exactly what is trapped, I look at the client and ask, do you want to get rid of it? I'm not going to make that choice, but it has to be your decision. And I have had clients, something will come up, especially in response to, say, a relationship. Hmm. And we build up a lot of walls and protection devices to keep us in the relationship without being hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. And once we find an underlying root cause for migraine headaches is this resentment you've got towards your spouse, would you like to let it go? And they're like, oh my gosh, if I let that go, he's going to kill me or something. You know, it's going to be even worse than it is mm-hmm. now. And I've had people, we had to end this session right there because they were not ready right. to let it go. So I don't want to ask you this question because, and it's only because I've never seen it happen. So I just wonder how often when you ask, I lost my train of thought, that you get like um, a no answer. Like when you ask, has this been released or have they received what you've given them to replace it? Uh-huh. Like How often do you get a no in those cases? Actually, it's very small. Actually, I've never gotten an answer that it has not been removed from you because my belief and usually the person I'm working with belief is if I say I want to get rid of it and I ask him to take it, he will do that. He's been yeah. waiting to do that as a yeah. matter of fact, you know, so that answer has never been, you know, it hasn't been released a few times. I have gotten the answer that they have not received what was given them to replace it. And I don't know that my interpretation of that is a hundred percent correct, but I believe that, Sometimes we have been so anxious to get rid of something and now we believe it is gone that we're celebrating in the moment and we just don't even pay attention when God's trying to give us something better Mm -hmm. to replace it. And so we don't receive what he has available for us. And I would like to say this also, though, real quick. Sometimes we receive in the moment while we're there in the office and then we get home. And we start going through our life again, and this thing happens once again. And my belief is Satan tries to mess us with us. He doesn't want us to get well. And so he's going to use that against us to try and draw us back into that old way. And oftentimes we just fall right back into it. And so we undo what has been done. So, but as you were talking about that, like, I also wonder if it's like a self worth. Like, Mm -hmm. do I deserve Mm -hmm. all of that Mm -hmm. to receive all of that? Uh, Like I can, I feel like I'm worth 35% of it, but I'm definitely not worth all of it. Yeah. 
you know, I feel like that may energetically be yeah. like. So oh. what I say to people is, okay, you were walking this way. That was taking all the stuff leading you that direction has been taken away from you. And now you are walking this way. And sometimes you start to curve off of that little road. But if you recognize that, take the next step back on this road and keep walking this direction. In other words, what we've done in this office today has set you free and given you the ability to walk down this road. It's your choice from now on to take each step on that road into that life. Mm -hmm. At any time, you might mess up and make a different choice and head off. But I guarantee you're going to recognize in a much shorter period of time that you're going this way instead of that way. <laughs> and you can make a choice right then to get right back on that path again. Absolutely. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's what we all do every day. Every, everything's a choice. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, we make thousands of them a day and, and that's what creates our reality. So, Linda, this has been so fascinating. And um, it's we could just sit here and probably talk all afternoon about it. But thank you for coming in oh, and um, sharing this with us because I do think it's going to resonate with and probably help a lot of people find their way to some healing. So I really appreciate that. Certainly. Yeah. Where can people find you? Because you can do distance sessions as well. Yes. I'm working at Triad Health Center here in Greensboro, and you can get online and find them at triadhealthcenter.com. That's the best way. Okay. And, and we'll, they we'll, also have a Facebook page if you'd like to check that out as well. And we'll make sure to put that in the show notes so people are able to to find you. Yeah. yeah. I think that's awesome because, you know, we know that healing works remotely. So why wouldn't that work remotely? So right. it's all the same thing under the same umbrella. All yeah. energy. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's all connected. Yeah. <laughs> it was an awesome conversation. And thank you so much for being here, Linda. And yeah, we really welcome. appreciate learning more about it. Yeah. yeah. Thank right. you. All right, guys, if you've enjoyed this content, please go to wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review for us. It helps us reach more people and uh, create bigger community, which is what we're all about and what we're doing this for. So we would definitely appreciate your review. If you have a comment or concern on this episode, you can always email us or put a comment on our website. We would love to hear from you and we will see you next time. See you next time, guys. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.